Real stories, reliable information, the latest technology and news. Welcome to the Plastic Surgery Hub podcast, connecting people with practitioners. I'm here with Steffi today and Steffi has got a fantastic story. Um, she's like, like a, lot of, um, a lot of us as well. So she's been through well, to hell and back with her weight and then she's had plastic surgery after it. So we're going to have a, a chat to Steph today, get, get her to tell us a little bit about what she went through. And Steph had surgery with Dr. Marcus Paragius in Adelaide. So um, I'm really excited that you're here. So hey, Steph. Hey. Thank you so much for, for sharing tonight. It's really, really good because um, it's really great to share what you've been through with people who are going on your journey, on the same journey as you. So it's always really helpful. So thanks so much for that. Oh, no, that's good. If it wasn't for yourselves with the um, with the Facebook and your webpage, you, I wouldn't have been anywhere. I would have had no clue where to start. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Thanks, Steffi. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So, Steffi, tell us now, you've lost a massive amount of weight. Yeah. 50 kilos? Yeah, yeah 50 kilos Right, I've lost and, so far. And I'm in awe of you because, like, I know you had a lap band and got it removed and whatever, so it didn't work, which is a bit the same as me. But you've lost it all by yourself. So you've not had surgery to help you lose it or anything like that. You've just done that by a ketogenic diet. Yes, yeah, I had to. Um, I was too scared to have my band reinflated and I wasn't too sure on getting the... Um, sleeve mm -hmm. because my problem was I was able to drink my diet even when I had the banding so I was addicted to sugar um, so ketogenic really helps with that it took me a little while to uh, get around the whole fact of sugar and carbs and whatnot the first Easter and the first Christmas really killed me but after I started losing the weight and the first 11 or so kilos, it just fell off within the first two to three weeks. And that was my momentum to keep myself going. Then I did a silly thing and I had a nice big bowl of lasagna and garlic bread. But within about three days, I was rotten and sick and real gluten-y sort of feeling and the doctor turned around and said yeah we're not even going to bother with the testing um because of your autoimmune issues obviously gluten is also an enemy and um if i steer clear of it i can keep my weight down the moment i start on it my weight creeps up so yeah well good on you a, yeah and you've got an autoimmune uh, problem yeah yeah i've got a couple of little things going on um my biggest one is Hashimoto's. So that's attacked the thyroid and we finally killed it. Sorry, we don't know where we're going from here with that, but I'm going to have my surgeries and get them out of the way and Absolutely. see how we go. Well, you go, girl. You go, girl. So now you've had um, a couple of uh, plastic surgery journeys. Now, your first one was a tummy tuck and muscle repair um, yep. where, where you also had your upper blessed done. Is that right? Yes, yes, yeah, I did. Not so, that you can tell at the moment because I'm so tired. But, I mean, yeah, you look, you look great. You I look had, great. Um, <laughs> I had seven to eight mils taken off of both sides of my eyelids. Um, I had, I can never pronounce it, um, nystamus, I think it's called, um, where the eyelid nerve twitches constantly. Oh. Uh, and, and I also had very droopy hooded eyes, which made me constantly look constantly tired and constantly grumpy. I have an awesome resty bitchy face at the best of times. So 
um, it really did help. Yeah. Um, mind you, at the moment, I'm not sleeping too well because I just had my second lot of surgery. So I'm looking like a little bit dishevelled and a little bit beaten up. But I should mention you're actually two weeks post-op from your second round of surgery, which was actually an arm lift and a breast reduction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I um, Dr. P let me go in and because I recovered so well from the, the first lot of surgery and we did the arms. I don't have a lot of time to have for downtime. So um, because I healed so well and behaved myself the first time, I was allowed to have my arm lift and my breast reduction at the same time. Um, so, yeah, I'm just getting over the bruising now. I'm starting to forget that I've got a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Their recovery has been pretty pretty breezy, really, compared to the muscle repair. So I reckon that it'd be... Give us a look at your arm. Give us a look at your arm. Excuse my okay, dodgy so bedroom. That's right. So you're all bandaged up? Yeah, still all okay. bandaged up. They yep. told me not to have too much of a look at it yep. and fiddle around. I've still got tapes on. Yep. Um, I've still got a few stitches that need to be to heal up. I've got a few... When they took the tapes off earlier today, there was still a few spots that are still healing. Yep. So um, we put some fresh tapes on and we'll see how we go next week. Okay. But yeah, I'm not on any pain relief at the moment, which is good. Wow. Two weeks post-op. That's amazing. So so tell me, how did you decide, what made you decide, first of all, how did you start your journey with looking for a plastic surgeon to do what you wanted to have done? Um, I think I was in a chat room in Adelaide, just a general chat room, and one of the girls was talking about, oh, I'm on um, Plastic Surgery Hub because we're talking about breast reductions and implants and whatnot, and one of the girls was saying how, I I don't even remember where it started, and I thought, oh, well, I'll go and have a look because I'd always thought it was something that was out of, like, never achievable. Um, When I first looked at it, when I first started losing the weight with the lap band, um, I thought it was all cosmetic. I didn't understand it all. I had no one to to guide me back 10 years ago when I was even looking at all of this and back in 2011. It was all, I didn't know where to start. But these girls put me onto yourselves, which started my journey. And um, I asked about surgeons in Adelaide and there was a whole lot of girls that had, had a lot of surgery with a few surgeons but they all recommended um, Dr. Paragius. So I had a look at his work and I was watching them healing and I was watching him healing, like all the healing with the girls and their journeys. And um, I booked in to see him. And the moment I walked into their office, it just, you just feel at home. Like Vicky's, Vicky's down to earth. She's, she's, she's just like you and me. Um, no, no, no questions too silly. Um, I've asked some really strange questions and fired off emails at three o'clock in the morning, like what happens with this? And they answer, she answers everything she finds out for you. Yeah. Um, so before I'd even met him, Marcus, myself, Vicky had already sold him on the telephone and um, I asked her, I said, well, you know, face to face, would you, would you put yourself on the table and get work done? And she said, yeah, she would trust him. Yeah. Um, so if you design staff can say that without, with, there's no hesitation in her voice. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not just it's not just Marcus. It's his it's his girls he's got with him. Maggie, his nurse, she's she's down to earth as well. Uh, very 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 open. They're all very caring. So just and when you step into Marcus's office, he's he's very calm, cool, collected, very modest. Yeah. 
So, and you just, you don't, you don't feel, you just feel at ease as soon as you walk in there. Yep. I, I totally understand what you're saying because I did actually um, go to the office myself a couple of months ago oh, and yeah, I did oh, just nice. to, to meet them and I, I totally relate to what you're saying. I can totally feel the vibe. It's definitely an Adelaide vibe. It's, um, you know, they make you feel at home, make you feel comfortable. So, all right, that's awesome. So tell me, with, with your first batch of procedures, like, of course, a lot of people want to get them all done at once, but you decided to get your tummy tuck and you, mu you had muscle repair. And yeah. you had your blessed done at the same time, yeah. wasn't it? So, were you? How long were you in for? Can you tell us a little bit about the experience? Um, I ended up being in. I went in on the Thursday afternoon, um, and I was. Oh gosh, I came out on the Saturday. I was sick for twenty four hours solid. Um, the anaesthetic and the the pain relief didn't agree with me too well, so. I did a lot of vomiting for the first 24 hours. No one else's fault. My body just didn't appreciate it. Um, so that put me behind. Otherwise, I would have been home within two to th two days. I would have been home on the Friday afternoon. I had, went home with a couple of drains in, which I think I had the drains a little bit longer because of the vomiting. I caused a little bit more pain on the muscle repair. But I once I got home after the trip home, I live in Roseworthy, so the trip was a little deadly. It, we've got a lot of bumpy roads and whatnot, so I had a bit of pain relief to get home. But that was my last endone that I took. Um, after that, I had a couple of, I think I took six Panadine Fort and a couple of Panadol, and that was it for the rest of my recovery. He, he stitches very, very tight. I didn't realise and didn't know how much of the muscle repair, how bad it was until I woke up. And I had this, this absolute, hard washboard stomach it was just like wow like I never expected to wake up and look so brilliant from day one yeah he is really good yeah and how's your recovery been from that first batch of surgery because we'll just talk about about that at the moment oh because yeah. you had your blef done then as well didn't you so you woke up yeah, with a yeah. Of black I, eyes uh, I wake up more than a couple of black eyes it was bruising from um underneath my eyebrow all the way down and it just fell into my cheeks we had a running joke at the shopping centers where you know we would we would have a little bit of a like we would be talking and we'd be throwing back comments and my partner would say to me oh um shut up or i'll give you two more black eyes and people would just look at us like what and they just sort of look away mm -hmm. but we were shopping in a couple of um a couple of areas like in a couple of shopping centres that we probably should have blended in anyways, but that's that's besides the point. Um, yeah, the recovery with your eyes, you don't really notice it. It's a little bit irritating. You can feel a little scratch every now and then. It feels a little sw a little swollen, like you've got a bit of hay fever or a bit of grit in your eye. But um, as the stitches start healing, you can just feel them catching in that little corner bit. Yeah, Other than that, once they come out, I, within two weeks, the scar was amazing. Yeah. Um, it's only certain light now that you can see it. And yeah. that's when I pull my eyelid down. You couldn't, I tried to um, show a friend because she's got pretty poor eyesight. She couldn't see a thing. Um, so that's, I've only just gone six months with that. And there's the finest of lines in my crease. So I'm very happy. That's great. And 
So, tell me, so then you decided to, how, how long after your first lot of surgery did you have your second lot of surgery? Because I know that you now had an arm lift and a breast reduction. So how long between your first and second surgeries? Uh, I worked out to about five and a half months. Okay. Because I've just gone six months. Yeah, five, about almost six months. Yeah. Okay. I was going to go in earlier. It's just timing sort of. Yeah. A little bit. Um, but he doesn't like to go any earlier than every three to six months. He likes yeah. to make sure that your body's healed, which I agree with. Um, it was great to be able to sit myself up. Yeah. And do it easily. Uh, um, because you need, I used to use my arms to get in and out of bed. Yeah. Now I use my, I use my oh, abs. Yes. You did um, it right around, didn't you? Yeah. He, he likes to do he likes to do the tummy first because he could it, I don't know why I'm sure the other girls would tell you the same thing he always works from the tummy and works out from there yeah but um, I am very 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 happy we've got a little bit of a um oh, uh, I've just lost the word we've got a little bit we've got to repair that um my body it's my own body where my skin is a little bit stretched in one part of my line just above, yeah, just just below my belly button. So we're just going to stretch that out a little bit when mm-hmm. I go in and have my eyes done. So okay. I've taken the meters out. But that's yeah. not his work. That was just the way my tummy is. Yeah, well, it's good to know to, to help people to realise that um, it's not always going to be 100% just the one thing that you no. have done. Sometimes yeah. you might have to go back and have a little tweak here or a tweak there. Yeah. And, and before, yeah. you saw, before you saw Dr. Paragus, did, did you know that if, um, any, you know, that you know, like the, about the aftercare, like did you know that if there was a problem it would be fixed or, you know, did he let you know? Yeah, yeah, I did ask, um, but I also felt that... He'd already said that, you know, we'd always, no no problems too big or too small for him. He, yep. He's so meticulous with his work and everyone I've spoken to has said if he's not happy with a suture line, he'll pull it all apart yep. and he'll start again. So I knew that I was going to wake up and wake up with the neatest little line and probably the first neatest little line on my body ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I never had any fear whatsoever with how it would turn out and I knew that he would if something didn't turn out like this little bit that needs to be fixed that he would he would make sure that it was all fixed up and wouldn't leave me with it yeah um I'm quite it doesn't even bother me because I know it will be fixed yeah so and it wasn't it's not even his problem so I'm very happy with that no that's great and um how like how long down the track will he fix that for you like we were going to do it with my thighs, which we were going to do this time around, but we needed to add in more liposuction because my saddlebags aren't being, aren't being very nice. Mm-hmm. So um, my super didn't come in in time. Mm-hmm. So we decided to utilise the surgery time and do my arms and breasts first. Otherwise, I would have had it done now. Okay. It was happy to do it straight away. Yep. Um. So you've had a full body reconstruction, really? Not, well, not yet. Or you're on the way? On the way. Yeah. Are you filming? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, can tell me, you can tell me your story after. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. Off you go. 
I love it. Love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we, we pretty much, you know, we're near the end now anyway. I really, really yeah. appreciate your time. And um, if you could give someone a takeaway, like, you know, whether they're thinking of going on this journey or they're, they're on this journey or if there's something that you either wish you'd known that you had that then that you know now or if there's something that you want to say to someone as a little piece of advice that they can take away, what would it actually be? It would be to trust in your gut, make sure that you do a lot of research. Um, if you definitely can get to Adelaide, definitely have a consult with the, with Dr. Paragius and his girls um, because I don't, I don't think that um, you'd find a nicer trio than this lot that actually do stand by their work and are very proud with what they would like to put out to the world. Um, yeah, and if just ask questions, just keep asking and asking and asking until you're satisfied, not anybody else. Yeah. Now that's awesome. Thank you so much, Steffi. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, like it's you're all, you know, you you want to be in, you know, you've got to make sure you stay safe. You want to be in the hands of a, a plastic and reconstructive surgeon when you're having this sort of um, work done without yep. a doubt. So thank you so much, Steffi. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye. The Plastic Surgery Hub podcast, connecting people with practitioners. For more information, visit plasticsurgeryhub.com.au or email info at plasticsurgeryhub.com.au. The material provided in this podcast is general information and does not constitute medical advice, nor is it a substitute for consultation and advice from your own practitioner. It should not be used to diagnose or treat any medical illness. Any medical or surgical decision should be made in consultation with your own doctor or practitioner and not based on the materials provided in this podcast.